0: the all on the all in podcast um got a lot lined up today first i want to do a shout out to um, our good buddy jordan Olgeen for putting together our intro music actor entertainer musician you could follow him at jordan Olgeen official as well as looking up his imdb again that's jordan Olgeen. thanks for that hopefully have him on someday And, uh, yeah, we got a very special guest in today. And we're going to get to that. We got Billy E. He goes by Billy E., Dallas native. Let's see if we can get him on the line. All right, let's see it. Hey, can you hear us? Hey, Bill. Yeah. All right, we are on. So... Can you, we, we figured we could start with like you giving a little bit of background about yourself and like your business. What'd you say? We thought that you could start with giving us a little bit of like your background and your business. Okay, yeah, I can do that. All right, so to get us started, a little bit of background. Uh, Bill is, he's deals with the sports marketing industry that he's done with. Shoot, probably over twenty years now. Would you say? Yeah, and, uh, you know, definitely over twenty years, probably twenty five years. Working with a little bit with the Dallas Cowboys, a lot of uh, A list celebrities and athletes over the years. Um, I'll kind of let you take it from from here with a little more background in what you do.
1: then Gilbert Brown, Antonio Freeman, Edgar Bennett, Leroy Butler, Donald Driver, and then also Denver Broncos, Ed McCaffrey, Rod Smith, Derek LaBelle, and so on. Um, and also we had worked with uh, one of your favorites, a uh, group of guys, Jimmy Smith, Dave Thomas from the Jacksonville Jaguars, oh. and I know that's one of your teams,
0: Evan. That's right. Go Jags. Miss mania. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the Jags are good back then, too. A uh, little much... Well, it's not just a little better, much better than they
1: are now. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and then uh, other guys, I mean, Shaq for over 20 years. Yeah. And then uh, so we also produce lots of events, uh, national events, including Super Bowl, Kentucky Derby, Final Four, which Super Bowl, uh, both of you guys
0: have actually been at. Yeah, we were, uh, me and Chris were talking about it earlier, you
2: know, we were in Miami last year. Oh, yeah, good time. Everything went smooth over there.
0: Yeah, that was fun. That was uh first time I brought Chris along. Yeah. It was cool. A lot of events. Even though the Chiefs won. <laughs>
1: well, that's not a bad thing. That's actually <laughs> sort of a good thing. Uh, yeah, and Evan, that's uh you've actually did partake in several years. In fact, you and Flo Rida have been pretty close.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've met Florida uh several times now, thanks to you. Thanks to you, even when he came out in town?
2: So I know you did the event last year for Miami. Are you guys going to do anything uh, this year for Tampa? You you know, we're not going to do our normal events
1: because it's just not a good look with what's going on. But we are going to be there and do non-branded events with the guys that uh, run several of the top facilities in Tampa. We work together. Uh, 11 will be... Twenty-one, Yeah, 11 years ago, and uh, they actually were our entire staffing in Miami, so we're close with them, and uh, we're able to, you know, do some things and be there, and just also to be able to hopefully produce another team post-party uh, three of the last four years. We've been fortunate enough to produce the Atlanta Falcons post-game party, the Rams post-game party, which both of those, unfortunately, were... Uh, losses with, you know, definitely some bad calls in
0: the game, but uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that. And uh, last year, though, the Chiefs, which uh, obviously they won, and so it was a
1: much better post-game party. So we'll be there, and hopefully we'll get uh, to produce either the Chiefs, Packers, Saints, you know, one of the team's uh, events. Definitely not the Eagles. I know the Eagles won't be there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about that that year that the Eagles won? Did you guys have one that year? Now, the Eagles,
1: uh, no, we didn't produce their post-game party. We had a contract with the Minnesota Vikings.
0: Oh, okay. But again, there
1: was some bad calls
0: in that game. There was they some game. bad calls in that game. Yeah. That, that game. Don't tell that to Chris, though.
2: <laughs> Fair <laughs> and square, man. We won it.
0: They deserve yeah, that it. was actually for Alfredo. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. We need to have Alfredo on at some point, too. He, yeah. He was all fired up.
2: Well, that's good, man, because I know things are different this year, but at least you guys are still, you know, getting your hands on things and making things happen. Yeah, we'll
1: be prepared. Um, We'll just have to see how it plays out because, you know, it's a moving, you know, sort of uh, schedule of of events that you don't know. I mean, the NFL may push it back a week. They may push it back two weeks. Right. Depending on what happens with the teams that make it.
0: Where would you say was, like, your favorite place to host over all these years? Part, dallas texas
1: oh yeah yeah i should just you know it's our home base good city um plenty of hotels for everyone uh because it's you know dallas metro is almost eight million people now uh you know so secondly you know i'd have to say tampa would probably be second and then after tampa i'd probably go um Indianapolis was actually a good Super Bowl, which most people don't don't uh, really think about. Indy, but actually they did a incredible job. And then probably Miami. Those are probably the top four cities.
0: The year that it was in Dallas, wasn't that the year that they you guys had all that snow?
1: Yeah, it snowed, and which is very unusual for Dallas, and uh. caused a lot of chaos, but uh, it still went very very well. In fact, it was our uh, our most successful year ever.
0: Oh wow. Mm. America's team, I guess. Well, we all know that, you know. I know
2: Chris knows that too, but I you know, not want to admit it. But it is America's team. Yeah. So that's cool, man. I know you meet a lot of athletes and stuff, man. What's one of the most like memorable athletes you've actually met? Had a good conversation okay. with.
1: One more time, cause you broke up.
2: Oh, I know you've met like a lot of athletes, but what's one of the most memorable ones that you've actually met and had a good conversation with? See, dealing with Shaq was, is, is
1: has been very very cool. Yeah, big fella. That's what we all call him around him. Just a good guy, um, easy to work with. Just fun, easy going. Like I said, he's just a good guy and uh, a lot of fun. So you know, it's always been enjoyable with him. Um, you know, we used to travel with the Cowboys and coast to coast. In fact, did a weekend with. Uh, the Cowboys and 49ers, the year the 49ers won the Super Bowl. The, and uh, we had the Cowboys 49ers with uh, Donald Trump at the Trump Taj Mahal. And, uh, in fact, uh, obviously somebody close to Evan, uh, Fidel was there in the mix, partaking. <laughs> and uh, you know, so there's there's been a lot of things on the road that were a lot of fun, but as far as an individual athlete, I'd
2: have to probably say you know, Shaq. Yeah, that's a big experience. one. I mean, the Cowboys, you know, I've had a lot of fun. I used to,
0: you know, when Dorsett was younger, we used to travel and
1: we'd go to New York and different cities, and and TD was a blast.
2: And uh, everybody would know, you know, everybody would recognize him. He's so recognizable. And yeah.
1: People, even in New York City, we'd be walking down the, the street and people in their cars would be yelling out, hey, TD. <laughs> like,
2: these are even Giant fans. They just respected him so much. Exactly. Right, that, they, they, you know, they would
1: shout out to him. So he was a lot of fun, um, you know, and there was a lot of, I'd say, interesting times with Michael Irvin and Deion <laughs> them.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I've heard.
1: So, yes, uh, there was a lot of stories there, quite a few stories.
2: Yeah, so speaking on basketball, what's, what's your basketball team right now?
1: You know, Chris, I really don't have a specific team. Um, I actually grew up a Lakers fan.
2: Oh wow! And um, I sort of liked the Milwaukee Bucks as well because Kareem used to play for them. Right. I didn't
1: watch him. You know, I was too young. I didn't watch him when he was playing for them. But I just sort of liked that he had played for them, and uh, Kareem was my
0: favorite player. Yeah, you know, and, you know what? I I've been trying to tell Chris a little more about Kareem. You need to tell him about Kareem and you know all the things that he accomplished. Because he gets, he gets when he was under... young, Chris. If you look him up, and again, I don't
1: remember him from the Milwaukee Bucks, but when he first came out of college, you've got to understand, he was undefeated in college. He was yeah. Dominant. When he came to the NBA, they had to change the rules because of him. Because yeah. He was Heard just that. so dominant and could dunk. And if he came out even today's game, and he was a little thinner than he'd probably want to be now, but. He's unstoppable. I mean, today he he could easily average forty points a game without even trying because he had the dominance of he had a sky hook which was unstoppable. I mean, you had seven footers from Bill Walton to to Chamberlain to you name it. Try to guard him, and they couldn't they couldn't stop the sky hook. Mm-hmm. So, guys, today, I mean, it would be a joke. They just <laughs> they would have no chance. And then on top of that, he was a fantastic passer. And, obviously, rebounder, but he uh, was a great big man passer. And then he shot free throws at about an 80% clip. Wow. So, which obviously doesn't happen with a lot of big men
2: today. Yeah, that's pretty rare.
0: And then that, that doesn't even mention, like, you know, the six titles,
2: the six MVPs. And he's probably the best uh, college athlete, athlete of all time, They're right? Unbelievable. And, and again, you got to remember
1: the reason why he probably doesn't have more titles is because they had to beat other, what you'd consider super teams back then, like the Boston Celtics were incredible. Mm -hmm. You know, you had them, you had, uh, you had the Philadelphia 76ers with Dr. J and Moses Malone and Maurice Cheeks,
0: who Maurice Cheeks was like the older version of Allen Iverson. That's my guy. And that's uh, Evan's
1: guy. (laughs) You know, they were playing teams that were, you know, like, you know, that was they had to go through. And then obviously in Kareem's later years, they had to play Michael Jordan. Right. They played him in the title one time and lost. And, you know, so it was, you know, but, I mean, his accolades are amazing. Obviously all-time leading scorer. And, you know, he just, like I said, he was unstoppable. There's just nothing that you could do. Uh, to guard him because of the sky hook.
0: Let me ask you this, because obviously we were too young for that, you know, those Lakers teams. Was he clearly the man on those Lakers teams, or was it kind of like 50-50 with Magic, or what? Because I've heard different things, you know. Well, you had it, I mean, Magic, I'd say a 50-50, because
1: Magic was unbelievable for I mean, his size of a guard, six nine. You know, he could obviously run. I mean, he ran the floor. They. You know, that's why... They were called go-time. And and so Magic, you know, was a huge part of that. Uh, And then you had guys that were, you know, James Worthy was an incredible forward. You had Norm Nixon. You had Michael Cooper, you know, a New Mexico guy for you guys. That
0: Michael Cooper
1: was a great defensive player. And then when he got to the pros, uh, he became a great three-point shooter. So you had Byron Scott, who was the older version of uh, Brian Westbrook. You know, Scott was super fast. Mm. You know they had they had a lot of players, so they had a lot of talent on the team around them. Yeah. But you know, you had to have that because you had the Celtics were loaded. Yeah. I mean, they had you know Danny Ainge, six You guys know who he is because he's a coach now. Mm-hmm. You know they had obviously Bird. They had McHale. They had Parrish, They had Dennis Johnson. They had Carlisle, who's the Mavericks coach.
0: Oh, um, that's right. You and know, then he, what? He, you had loaded teams
1: and. So it wasn't just – there's no way that just one guy, Kareem, was able going to, going to be able to win those titles without the help of Magic and, you know, other guys around.
0: And then what about, I believe, uh, did did Michael Thompson play on those teams as well? Yeah, Michael Thompson was on a team before. Played Thompson's dad? Yeah, <laughs> was on a team. So, so um, one other thing I was going to ask you, who would you say was your favorite host that you've had Work your event.
1: The favorite host? It uh, you're talking about the favorite host all time for a Super Bowl?
0: Yeah, for your for your event.
1: I would probably have to say. Uh, yep.
2: All right. Yeah. So I think we were talking about what was your favorite host at an event?
1: You know, we've had a lot of hosts over the years. That's a tough one. Um, you know, we've had. Victoria's Secret Angels oh, which wow. uh, you know really don't do anything like that other than fashion show New York fashion show Paris Right. you know Adrian Lima, Alessandra Ambrosia Sarah Sempio oh, we've wow. had Emily Ratajkowski who's the number one supermodel in the world uh, a couple of years and you know from everybody from Jeremy Piven to Kevin Dillon to Nicole Scherzinger <sighs> You know that's a tough one but I'd probably have to say I'd have to say Jenny McCarthy. Wow. Jenny's a friend. Yeah. And she's hosted probably five times, six times for us. And she's a lot of fun and now that she's married to Donnie Wahlberg, he's a lot of fun, so I'd probably have to go with them.
0: Yeah, that's that's a that's a good one. I wouldn't have expected that one. You know, I am I'm actually a huge fan of Travolta. What what can you say about when, <laughs> yep. when he hosted?
2: Because I was talking about oh, Johnny him. Johnny was cool as could be.
0: He I bet he was awesome to us. He was <clears throat> he just was a
1: first class guy. His wife was awesome to us, Kelly Preston. Um, you know, this is probably something that you don't even know, Evan, but fortunately, uh, myself and uh, Peter were able to because we worked with him for a couple few years during that period. You know, John was completely on fire for a second time around, mm-hmm. and he had Wild Hogs, which was a massive hit. Yep. Wow. He had Old Dogs. He played Bolt, you know, the voice for Bolt. Um, you know, he was in a lot of movies during that time, and uh, we got to go to all those premieres as guests.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, so, Wild Hogs was obviously huge here. <laughs> <laughs> Considering it was, yeah, in, <laughs> yeah, it was filmed here, so. Yeah. Oh, it really was. Yeah. It, it was in Madrid, I think, right?
2: Yeah. Yep. Oh, I did not
0: know so, that. And I've been there. And, it's a really and, uh, cool spot. And
1: I guess, you know, you know when you ask for the probably the host of all time, you know, I'd also have to say John was second because, you know, being a huge Travolta fan, oh, yeah. with all the movies he did, which people forget, from Basic to The General's Daughter to obviously Grease and Saturday Night Fever to Swordfish, I mean, just movie after movie and getting to work with him was cool and then we got to go to the super bowl with him which was even more cool yeah being in a suite with travolta and we got to ride over there with uh bill macy who was just a blast he's obviously been in tremendous amount of movies he's on a hit program now for uh, eight seasons
2: called shameless Oh and yeah, I've seen that one. That's a great show. A, just a great I mean obviously he was in
0: Wild Hogs. Oh yeah yeah. So when I you you caught me when you said Bill Macy. I was thinking H. Yeah yeah, 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 sure. H-A-C. I love H-A-C. William H. Macy. He was we got to ride in the SUV over him with the police
1: escort with Travolta in the car in front of us. We got to sit in the suite. We were and in fact I wasn't gonna go. I was so worn out that I told Howard, Butler, John's manager at the time, you know, Howard, I'm just too tired. I'm burnt. And he said, "You know what, William? If you uh, if you don't go, it's going to be an insult to John." And so I, you know, I got myself together and pushed myself. And in the suite, you know, we had obviously Bill Macy and and Travolta, but then Linda Carter came in there, who was used to be Wonder Woman. We had Cooper Manning oh, wow. and Peyton Manning was playing in the game against the Bears.
0: Yeah, and, I remember that. I was um, there. So.
1: Uh, then we had, uh, we had, yes, we had Co- Cooper Manning was in there, which is obviously, you know, Peyton's oldest brother. Mm-hmm. Then, um, Spike Lee came in, Martin Lawrence was in there because he was there with Wild Hogs. I mean, it was the suite of all sweets. and there was lots of paparazzi in the hallway waiting for everybody or somebody to go to the bathroom. It was just a, it's an experience that I probably didn't appreciate enough at the time. And now looking back on it, it's just, uh, you know, it's something that's one-a-time kind of thing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's great to hear, man. That's got a lot of good stories there.
1: But I'll say this: I did also get to do something that uh, most guys would be envious of. I got to take Adriana Lima and Alessandro Ambrosia to the Super Bowl again. Maybe maybe I must, I better start liking Peyton Manning more. <laughs> right? They didn't win, but Peyton Manning was playing the Seahawks that year.
0: Yeah, I think you like him enough already, though.
1: Well, I do. He's actually, he's the best TV oh. football player as far as endorser there is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. He's hilarious, so, by the way. So, and, the, and the, obviously the, the relationship and the
1: the battles they had between him and Brady were epic, and I don't think enough people, you know, really appreciated that as it was happening as well.
2: Yeah, Evan was actually going over that a few weeks ago, man. And, like, him telling me, like, the actual battle that they had, like, oh, was yeah. pretty serious, stuff.
0: People didn't realize how it was just a crazy game every time, one way or the other. Shoot, I remember being in uh, – I, I remember going to the game that year. Was it in – I think it was in Miami, right, when they beat the Bears? Probably the best halftime show ever with Prince. Oh, yeah. And I was too young to appreciate it. I was remember being in the Conrad Hotel. In the ring. I was rooting for the Patriots because
1: I knew the Patriots fans would come in full force. And
0: there
1: was more of them. And just obviously financially, it's better for the Super Bowl because Boston and East Coast versus Indianapolis, which, you know, they just don't – they travel, but, you know, it's Midwest. So they're not going to spend the kind of money that East Coast is at the Super Bowl.
0: And I pulled for them. That's the year they lost. I think they lost 35-31 or something like that. Yeah, that was the game they were up big, and then they blew it, remember? Yep. They would have drilled the Bears. And then I think the Bears played the Saints that year in the NFC title game? I think so. How was it – obviously you were there the year that it was in New York. That must have been kind of crazy because that – I mean – is that the only Super Bowl they've had there? Only Super Bowl ever and yeah, we actually that was
1: you know, we did extremely well there so I can't complain about New York but it was it was it was it was more difficult um, you know, like I said we had Adrian Lima and Alessan Brosia, we had Bar Rufielli who's a massive supermodel, we had Brooklyn Decker and then Paris Hilton DJ Ford. Oh, what. Wow. So, and and on top of that, Steven Tyler Justin
2: Bieber,
1: um, Tim Allen. There was Kellen Lutt, uh, Cat Graham, um, uh,
2: Michael B. Jordan. Oh wow! Uh, wow, okay. Uh, uh, there was so many. There were so many
0: celebrities we had there. It was just. It was an incredible. Did you say? Did you say Justin Bieber?
1: You no, know, Bieber.
0: You had Bieber uh, fever. Bieber, <laughs> Bieber and, uh,
1: in fact, he was skateboarded through our party. It was two story and Times Square, and the second floor they were wooden floors. It was an old theater. And he actually, his manager wanted me to meet him. You know, obviously we had him in a cabana guest next to Steven Tyler. And, you know, he actually asked, asked me, He, you know, he came, you know, when I met him, he says, you know, he was at the back of the cabana. So I'm, I'm sent, sitting at the back of the cabana with him. And he goes, hey, do you mind if I board at your party? And, you know, I'm thinking this is new lingo that I'm just out of touch. I'm like, I don't even know what board meant. And he goes, you mind if I board? Because I didn't really say anything. And he pulled up a skateboard. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and that's so, funny. you know, I mean, it didn't matter. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. And I knew in my mind that if he did that, that would go viral.
2: For sure, And it yeah. did.
1: You can look it up today, Judge Beaver, you know, at Leather and Lace's Super Bowl, and you'll see him skateboarding. And the cool thing is, you know, it was that the only bad thing that that, that happened is, We were number one trending except, well, actually, we got bumped to number two for something sad because that's the night that Philip uh, Seymour Hoffman killed himself.
0: Oh, wow. Mm. Okay, yeah. I remember that.
1: So New York was, it was definitely quite an experience.
0: So you're saying that was the the number two trending story?
2: That was number two trending story,
0: yes, the
2: next day. Yeah, that's crazy. That's big. So we're getting right now, we're already past right the NFL midseason, and we're headed close to the Super Bowl again, man. So how do you think things are looking out right now?
1: Well, I mean, I obviously believe that Kansas City's going again. Yeah. I, I don't see anybody in the AFC. I mean, obviously Buffalo is a decent team. The Steelers are decent. Um, you know, Cleveland and the Ravens are okay. But nobody has Patrick Mahomes, and they've got every weapon you can imagine. So their defense is, you know, we think their defense isn't great, but very, very, you know, unknown stat to most people, including myself, and I saw this yesterday, they are number two in the NFL with quarterback pressures, number two, which would be very surprising because their defense really, you know, doesn't seem to stop anybody. But they're number two in quarterback pressures.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that they their defense is actually better than what it's been the last couple of years, to me. Yeah, I agree with that. And you know, they, they did it last year. <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah. You know, and you you know, obviously with, with Brady out of the
1: picture and the Patriots not going to the playoffs, you know, it's it's really Kansas City's
0: Never Say Never
2: Super Bowl what did you say?
0: Never say never. There's still a chance.
2: <laughs> slim. Very slim. but. Chris, do you hear that
0: hope in his voice?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he believes the words coming out of his mouth right now. <laughs> uh,
1: I think that's going to end, unfortunately, this weekend, Evan, when Miami uh, puts the nail in the coffin.
0: You know what? You're probably right. I think I actually, I actually think Miami's going to cover this weekend too, but we'll get to that at the end. What about in, what about in the NFC? What do you think about in terms of who's going in the NFC?
1: You know, again, you've got a team that, like the AFC with Mahomes, you've got the Packers that have a very special player in, in Rodgers. And, you know, I'm of the belief that if Rodgers if Rogers had played in place of Brady, I honestly think it would have been the same outcome. I think they would have won those Super Bowls just like the Patriots did because you had two guys that were on par with each other. Um, Rodgers gets a knock because he only won one Super Bowl, but he didn't have Belichick. He didn't have Daniels. He didn't have – I mean, you know, Holgrim is okay. McCarthy, you see – now we see quite well that he's not the coach we thought he was. So, you know, Rodgers is unbelievable. And, I, you know, again, the problem with Green Bay is they don't have a good defense or not even a decent defense. So it's really going to take him and put it on his shoulders. And last year when they played San Francisco, he couldn't do it. San Fran's defense was just too good, Mm -hmm. and obviously Green Bay's wasn't. So there's nobody else in the NFC, but you you just don't know. Russell Wilson could get hot again in the playoffs. And the guy's amazing. You know, the Saints – Obviously,
2: Breeze is back, but is he going to be the same Breeze after 11 broken ribs yeah, and, and you know fractures? I think Evan told me something that the backups quarterbacks have won more without Breeze. The Saints in general have won more without Breeze, so that could say a lot in the in the upcoming future.
0: Yeah, they're like undefeated. Right. Go ahead. I think that I think the Saints are undefeated. Well, before they lost to the Eagles this yeah. past weekend, yeah, right. <laughs> With without Breeze, they they had won. All the games dating back to last season, yeah. but yeah, Breeze is back. Um, you never know; they could get
2: hot. Yeah, and they've I think they've got the, a lot of talent.
1: They've obviously got a great coach. Um, you just don't know with them. Another team that you know it's sort of a wild card thrown in there is a team that if if Jared
0: Goff plays yep. tremendously, the Rams can go and win the Super Bowl. That's my pick if Jared to get Goff there.
1: Doesn't, they'll lose in the playoffs, obviously.
0: Yeah, I think dating back to what you were saying, going back to what you were saying about Rodgers, I think the Rams are that defense this year that could, if they bring the pressure, they could beat anyone.
1: Yeah, they've got a solid, solid defense, and you even saw that in the Super Bowl against the Patriots back when they had that. It was a very low-scoring game. Yep. But it all comes down to, you know, even the, the Buccaneers, probably could have and should have beat the Rams because Goff made mistakes. And, you know, unfortunately, Bucks made more mistakes. But, Mm -hmm. you know, Goff is not – he's good,
0: but he's shaky, if you will. Yeah, I I uh, agree. I think, you know, one of the things that we've learned this year, at least I believe, is that you see a guy like Dak, and I would take Dak over Goff. That's debatable. I think yeah, that it's just the fact that Dak has more
1: in his repertoire, and that mean what I mean by that is he can run.
2: Yeah, goff can
1: run, but not like Dak passing wise or you know,
2: they're goff close isn't super
1: accurate. So, again, goff is a good quarterback, don't get me wrong. I just obviously he hasn't elevated to that number one pick status.
0: You wouldn't take Wentz over both. Kate
2: over the starting quarterback of the Lobos <laughs> you know what I really agree with that because I think you know putting Hurts in for the Eagles that might be the best thing they have and for Wentz man I understand where he's coming from because mentally he's got to be drained man knowing that the backup quarterback won your Super Bowl and you know almost did it again the next year but I think for Wentz the best thing for him is go to another team man and, and, and get that confidence back up
1: yeah I think that uh I really think that Wentz needs to go to another team, and I think that he might actually play better and play like he did that first year. Right. I think it's a bad situation for him. I think he's mentally really lost it there, and yeah. I think that he, you know, he may be able to, but he's going to have to go to a team that, first of all, it can't be a bad team. If it's a bad team, that's going to hurt him. It's got to be a decent team. Yeah. Where he's got protection and he's got a, like a quarterback whisperer on that team like a Frank Reich,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you've
1: got to have somebody like that to yeah. work with uh, Wentz because I think Peterson has lost faith in him. Obviously, the team has lost faith, and that's, a, that's affected his play, for and sure. I think it's affected his mental you know, outlook on the, the entire situation for Wentz as well.
0: Yeah, I think that Indianapolis would actually be a great fit for Wentz yeah. for both sides of things. Yeah,
1: if you could sit behind Rivers, I mean, hey, Rivers has played fantastic this year. People yeah. wrote him off, but he's played well.
0: So I got to ask if you he, Go ahead. I got to ask you what do you think that your Cowboys should do going forward in the draft and everything? You know,
1: it was it's tough because obviously a couple of weeks ago when they won a game I really didn't want them to win because I wanted to get a better draft pick. But then I also wanted them to win because it's fun to be in the mix. Mm-hmm. The storyline, if the Cowboys had come back and make the playoffs, it just gets everybody excited and talking, you know, the people that love them, the people that hate them. It just, you know, it's an overall just it, – it makes it exciting, as I think you guys know. When the Cowboys are doing well, there's excitement in the NFL. Oh, for there sure. There just is. Yeah. So, and I just – that for, for that reason, I was hoping maybe they come back and they – pull it off, but I really didn't want them to as well because if they went to the playoffs they get if they got beat right away, which they probably would have. Then what's the use? It doesn't make sense. So, I really would like them to lose out and they're going to have to sign Dak. I don't think that I think that's a foregone conclusion. I think Jerry is committed now after he got hurt. You know, Justin Fields showed today in the Ohio State game, he is not a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL and at least not right away. And so you've got basically you've got one quarterback, you know, you got sunshine and that's going to the Jets. That's and right. After that, you know, you just take the best available players. So you're going to have to sign Dak if you want to be competitive next year because Dalton is a decent quarterback, but you don't you're going to have to have a line to protect him and you're going to have to have a defense and the Cowboys aren't going to be able to turn that around in one year.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think if I'm the Cowboys, I would sign Dak because yeah. none of those other guys coming out of college are probably going to be ready right away. Yeah. But I do uh, – yeah, I mean, I think I'd stick with Dak and I'd probably draft probably a defensive stud Yeah. if I'm Dallas.
1: Yeah, you look at uh, – a lot of people question the, the pick of Chase Young. They're not questioning it anymore.
0: Yeah, for sure. That guy's a
2: straight baller. He's showing up.
1: He's a – He's a game changer. He's like Aaron Donald. And there's not a lot of them, but if you get one of them, you know, and then you look at Jalen Ramsey. I mean, the Cowboys could have taken him instead of Zeke and obviously the first couple of years, there was no question because they thought, well, no, Zeke's the real deal. Now, if you had your choice knowing what you know,
0: I'm pretty sure the Cowboys would have picked Ramsey as opposed to Zeke. Yeah, I think that some of the contracts that the Cowboys gave out already, I don't know. I think that's kind of yeah. handcuffed them in some ways going forward.
1: It really has. Jalen Smith was a bad signing. Um, Zeke was a horrible signing. Thank you. Sean Lee, $5 million this year. Horrible. Um, you know, and then Demarcus Lawrence obviously hasn't played up to his potential for his huge contract. You just, you know, it's going to hamstring him. Cooper is not bad because Cooper, you can get out of Cooper's contract after next year. That's true. So that's not a bad contract. Plus, Cooper plays. If you have a quarterback or an offensive coordinator, which I don't believe in Kellen Moore, but if you have an offensive coordinator that can actually really be innovative in play calling, you've got Cooper, Lamb, and Gallup. And then the tight ends for the Cowboys are actually, you saw Jarman and, and Schultz, they're pretty good. Quarter, you know, They're not game changers like Kelsey, but they're pretty good. You've got an offense, as long as the line can hold up, you've got an explosive offense that can score at will with Dak playing quarterback.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you there. I think um, the last thing that we'll probably get into is if you want to discuss the, your picks on Sunday, we could go through each one of them. Well, shoot, I forget there's two today. Two NFL games today. How about that? Today's action-packed. Did you... Uh, okay, before we, we, we get into that, though, I want to hear from Chris. I want
1: to hear who is his all-time favorite Eagles player.
2: I'm going to probably have to go with McNabb, man. I'm going to be honest. I was a huge... Like, when Michael Vick came on the field, you know what I mean? That's when I really started to pick up and get attention with with the Eagles, but... Then after that, you know what I mean? I went back and looked at McNabb and his actual career, and I think that'd be the guy that really made the biggest impact. And, like, you know, you ask any Eagles fan, and they're probably going to say McNabb, and they have a lot of reason to, man. So I'll probably stick with him, you know what I mean? Uh, Foles, (laughs) for his short little career there, I'll probably say he's one of the biggest ones there. But for now, I'll, I'll say McNabb all time for sure, no doubt.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a good choice. McNabb was a fantastic player. He really was.
2: Yeah.
1: And they almost, you know, obviously won the big game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's big. They,
1: they got close. I don't remember who beat them. I'm not sure
0: really who beat them. But Oh, uh, you know who beat them. I'm, I'm sure Evan remembers. Should have beat them twice. <laughs> 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 hey, that actually reminds me. One thing I was going to ask you, who do you consider to be the best cowboy ever? Because you're someone that would know. Yeah. That's tough, too.
2: Yeah, that, that, that's super tough probably have to say my
1: opinion would be either Roger Staubach or Tony Dorsett. Really? You know, obviously Emmett has the record, but Emmett had an incredible line. He was great back, don't get me wrong. Emmett was incredible himself. But, you know, if Dorsett had had his line, who knows? Um, you know, plus also the fact of, you know, with passing the game, you know, obviously the game is much more throwing down the field now, which opens up the running. And it, you know, so, you know, and it did skew, start skewing that way when Emmett played a little bit. So, but Emmett was great too. But my all-time,
0: I think my all-time about is Staubach and Dorsett. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a Cowboys fan at all, but I would definitely go with Roger Staubach yeah. just based on his everything he did, you know, on and off the field. Well, and you guys probably
1: don't remember this, but, Roger probably would have at least two more Super Bowl wins and also the Cowboys, maybe three, because they went to the NFC Championship under Danny White, who was a good quarterback. But Danny wasn't Roger, and they lost three years in a row in the NFC Championship, 80,
0: 81-82. Did they call him Danny Dimes too? Did they what? Did they call Danny White Danny Dimes? <laughs> no, they didn't call him Danny White. <laughs> but interesting fact...
1: This is the only all-time ever. Danny White was the only starting quarterback, so the punter.
0: Oh, yeah. You know what? My, my dad's told me that before, actually. That's Wait, crazy. Wait, well, a, what happened there? He's a good punter, too. He, he, so he played quarterback and punter?
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, if they, didn't, if they didn't get the first down and third
0: down, he just stayed in and went back and punted the ball. That's funny. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: <laughs> so
1: before we go here with the picks, one more thing. I want to know if Chris can sing us the Eagle Fight song.
2: <laughs> you know what? I can't. I re- I really should know that by heart, but I cannot do that. You're thinking of Andres. <laughs>
0: I'm oh, just he,
2: kidding. he he I sings that in his Andres sleep, man. That's his that's his his alarm in the morning. Yeah, Alfredo. Okay. that probably makes sense. That probably <laughs> does make sense.
0: All right. Let's look at. Uh, I guess let me pull those picks up. I have the I have the spreads up on ESPN. Right now. Okay. So today. Bills at Denver. Buffalo's favored by five and a half.
1: I'll definitely take the Bills.
0: Yeah, I mean they're I think they're getting hot right now. I'd probably do the same. And that offense kind of looks un- unstoppable right now. But it's in Denver. Tough. They got a good defense and, and Drew
1: Locke is shaky. You know, Drew Locke has, you know, I think second most turnovers in the NFL in a period of time. With between interceptions and fumbling. I think Wentz is number
0: one. So
1: you got to go with Buffalo.
0: Carolina at Green Bay. Green Bay minus eight.
1: I'm going to say Green Bay. I don't like the minus eight because I think Teddy Bridgewater is talented and he normally doesn't make mistakes. He's a
0: very solid quarterback. But without Christian McCaffrey, got to go Packers. Yeah, that one's tough. I mean, I could see it being maybe a close game, but I don't know. We'll see. I think that is, – is McCaffrey playing or no? He's out. Oh, he's out. Okay, yeah. I agree then with you there. Buccaneers at Atlanta. Tampa Bay minus six and a half. In honor of you, Evan, I got to go with the Bucks. <laughs> That's tough, man. I, think, I actually think that Atlanta is going to beat them once because they have to play twice, and I think they could get them once.
1: Yeah, but I don't think it'll be this week. You know, them Bucks coming off a big win. Um, I think, again, if they, which we have discussed before, my opinion is if they play Scotty Miller and not Antonio Brown, the Bucks will do much better.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that you always need to have that small white receiver to make Brady feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> there's, just, there's a history of those. The ball.
0: Yeah, no, he does. He runs great routes. And he just
1: has more of an impact than Brown. And the stats prove it.
0: Yeah, I agree. I just, I just don't like Tampa's offense right now because it seems like it's just throw a bomb every play. And then I think the running back might be out, Ronald Jones.
1: Yeah, that, that's, that's going to hurt them. But that's why I said if they – you know, a lot. That's where, again, if, if, if Miller runs those quick, short routes and Brady gets the ball out of his hands, Atlanta doesn't they have a chance.
0: Next game. Your Cowboys at home against the Niners. It looks like Niners minus three. Gotta go Niners. Yeah. Cowboys won last weekend. Obviously, that was
1: a a big game for Andy Dalton, and I'm very happy that he won. Um, that's why I was happy because Andy Dalton's a really good guy. He deserved to go back and beat the team that he took to the playoffs five years in a row. So, but Niners, they've got a decent defense. They've gotten guys come back healthy. Cowboys can't really stop anybody. They did stop in Cincinnati, but Cincinnati made, you know, obviously fumbled several times. Got to go Niners.
0: I agree. That would have been a cool game to go to. Have you, have you caught any games this year in Dallas or no?
1: Nope. Haven't uh, done it. Just thought there's no reason to go and uh, jump in the mix of all these people when the Cowboys, you know, probably were going to lose anyway.
0: <laughs> all right, let's see what we got next. Lions at Tennessee. Tennessee minus 11. Got to go Tennessee, and my reason for
1: that is because, one, they're a much better team. Two, the Lions have uh, screwed me numerous times this year, so I got to go Tennessee.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of hoping that the Patriots maybe go after Stafford this year. I think that would be a good fit. I think
1: that would be a, a great play for them. I really do. Stafford's a good quarterback. Just in his – you know, the only years that he – when he had Megatron – it was, they were good. And uh, after that, he's never been the same QB. I
0: agree there. Texans at Colts. Colts minus 7.5. This would be a stay-away game for me.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to go Colts. But for some reason, a lot of the handicappers in Vegas are taking t- the Texans. Now, I think Will Fuller is back this week. Okay. And... It could be why it's a divisional game. They always play each other tough, and that hook is a big thing. If it was seven, you know, seven and a half, you know, and and I know the the Texans did not look good last week against the lowly Bears, but for some reason the handicappers are going with the Texans, and I'm going to have to as well.
0: Yeah, I think that those AFC South divisional games, those are tough, man. Every time, I mean, the, the Texans – but I think if you're the Colts right now, they're looking good, and this is the time of the year where you are if you're a true contender, like there's no messing around anymore. Like put teams away, stuff like that.
1: I agree. You know, they did score 44 points last week on the Raiders, but we all know how bad the Raiders defense is, and it showed it the other night against the Chargers.
0: Yeah, that's true. Their defense, they just completely fell apart again, the Raiders, back-to-back year. Oh, it's the,
1: their defense could be worse than the Cowboys. <laughs>
0: All right, Patriots at Dolphins. (laughs) Dolphins minus three. Well, here it comes. I'm gonna have to go against your team, Evan. I'm gonna have to pick the Dolphins. You know what? I actually agree with you. I need to stop picking the Patriots because I keep losing that pick. I think that the Dolphins are. uh, I think they're gonna play well. They still have a shot to. I mean, they need to win to get into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, they do. And and look. The good thing about Flores, obviously Flores has proven he's probably, probably, the second best coach to come out of the Belichick tree, um, Brave will being number one. But he knows what he's doing, and he's not afraid to pull the hook on Tua and put Fitzmagic in. Yep. And we've seen Fitzmagic comes in and just does his thing. So I think you know you don't have to worry about what Tua does because Flores will pull the trigger and put Fitzmagic in I just I just think they're
0: too much offense and the Dolphins defense is too much for the Patriots you wouldn't put uh, Matt Patricia number one <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I would probably tell Matt Patricia to beg and borrow and do anything you have to to ask Belichick to take you back yeah, yeah. we're good there though because we already got Belichick's son that took his job <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> the Belichick boy All right, Bears at Vikings, Vikings minus three.
1: You know, I was going to go Vikes, but uh, after seeing the the handicappers and these guys have got great records this year, they all took the Bears. So I'm sort of riding on their coattails and I think I'm going to have to take the Bears.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, I uh, I think they have to play twice still this year. I don't think they've played each other yet.
1: Yeah, and the Bears with Trubisky looked really good last week. Um, you know, so you, you look at them and, you know, I just think Trubisky is playing better than he had before. Maybe it was because he got, you know, pulled for poles. Um And I think actually the Bears would probably be vying for a playoff spot had they pulled Foles quicker. You know, I know he got hurt, but if they had pulled him for Trubisky, I think the Bears would be, you know, fighting for a playoff spot right now.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, they're six and seven. They could have won probably another game or two with Trubisky.
1: It just seems like Foles, you know, his stardom or his whatever it is, the magic in Foles comes out when he plays for the Eagles. That's about it.
0: This is a pretty tough one. Seattle at Washington, Seattle minus six and a half.
1: I would have taken Washington with, with Alex Smith. With Dwayne Haskins, I've got to go Seattle.
0: Yeah, I think that's the right move. Haskins is I mean, awful. I know,
1: I know Washington's defense is solid, and they're going to put a lot of pressure on Wilson. But as you guys know, Wilson is so slippery,
2: he'll get out of that rush and run for 20 yards.
0: Yeah. What about Jaguars at Ravens? Ravens minus 13. And <laughs> uh, That's another one that I was going to go the Ravens. You know, the Jags, though, but your, your buddy, Minshew,'s back. Minshew and, Mania. You
1: know, I think they'll just keep it close enough to keep within that 13, so I'll go Jags.
0: Really? I'm surprised by that. I think that the Ravens might roll them. I think the Ravens are, might get hot. It is in Jacksonville, right? Um, no, it's in Baltimore, actually. <sighs>
1: That's a tough one. I might have to change my pick on that. I may have to go Baltimore
0: your mighty jets at the rams rams minus 17 that's a lot
1: it's well when i saw the line it was 17 and a half you know what i'll go the rams at 17 if it's 17 and a half i'll go jets
0: yeah i think i well i have it on espn at 17 i think i would go with the rams because i'm not even sure the jets are going to score
1: well the jet the rams they win they get they get in the playoffs if they win today. I think they'll be pretty fired up. I think, yeah, I think Errol Donald will be all over, you know, Darnold. And it's going to be tough. They couldn't score on the Seahawks. I don't think they'll score much on the Rams. You know, yeah, I could see the game being 24-3, to so I'm going to have to go Rams.
0: Okay. I agree. Next, we got Chris's Eagles at the Cardinals. Arizona minus 6.5. You know, going to have to give it to Chris and go with the
2: Eagles <laughs> okay really it's going to hopefully be fly Eagles fly for me <laughs>
1: um, I just think with Jalen Hurts I think it'll be close game yeah and uh, you know the Cardinals I know they beat the Giants last week but you know they're they're shaky um, you know they're they're decent but they're not a good team like a you know a great team so with that kind of line I'm going to have to go to the Eagles
0: I think if the Eagles find a way to pull it out again, playoffs, it becomes yeah. a real possibility.
2: Yeah, I, I think the Eagles right now are, the fact that they have a new quarterback playing right now, they have more confidence and just less pressure on them. You know, they're just trying to figure things out and their game plan is going to be different. So I, w- I would say Hurts, you know, could probably put a lot of big numbers. So I'll go with the Eagles as well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, and it's possible if they win today
1: like, now the, obviously they they have a shot for the playoffs it would have been all wrapped up by Washington had Alex Smith not gotten hurt I I think it was a foregone conclusion it was the Redskins but, um, which the Redskins it would have probably been a one point spread with the Seahawks maybe two point spread had Alex Smith been playing and, you know, healthy not, not had gotten injured and coming off injury or anything so but with Haskins, you know, that's not the case. So it looks like Philly – this will be a big game for Philly. And I think you're right. I think they definitely have a shot to even win the game.
0: You mean – of course you mean Washington football team. We, we can't say uh, that other word anymore.
1: <laughs> well, I, I just know your buddy is Redskins guy, so I got to go there. I got to go there. <laughs> that's
0: right. He's getting fired up. I think – I agree with you, though, because I think that if Alex Smith was still healthy, I would think – I would pick them to win the division. But now, yeah. I don't know. Next thing we got is um, Chiefs at Saints. Chiefs minus three. That's
1: big. Do you even need to ask me about that game?
0: (laughs) Probably not.
2: Chiefs all day long. All day long.
0: Return of Drew Brees doesn't change your opinion at all? No, because all you do is look
1: at this. The Saints are great at home, obviously. They're much better at home than they are on the road. Over the years, you can look at the stats. But let me say this. You put... Tyreek Hill on turf?
0: Forget about it. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. The guy's unstoppable
1: on grass. Just think how fast he's going to be on turf. Yeah.
0: Yeah, That's it's it's going to be like a track meet over there. Yep.
1: Yeah, and then you've got the little back at LSU, super fast. You've got, you know, you just you're loaded. You've got weapon after weapon, and and I think Breeze. If Breeze takes a hit or two,
0: who knows? He might. Not, I mean, he may get knocked out of the game. You know, it's probably not going to happen, but if the Saints manage to lose out and the Bucs win out, the Bucs can still win the division. And the Chiefs have a – I mean, the Saints have a tough remaining schedule.
1: Well, they play the Chiefs. Who else do they play?
0: They play the – so the Saints play the Chiefs, and then they play Minnesota on Christmas Day, I think, and then they play Carolina. At Carolina? Um, I'm not sure. I think – let me check that real
1: quick. If they play at Carolina, there's a shot, yes, that they could lose out. But if it's in New Orleans, they won't lose that.
0: It is. It's at Carolina, week 17. So there's a
1: shot. I mean, honestly, if I were the, if I were Sean Payton, and you know, obviously the guy's a genius. I'm not comparing myself to him, but I just think they're bringing Breeze back a week too early. I would give him another week because. There's a very good chance even him playing, you're going to lose
0: to the Chiefs. I agree completely. Yeah, so why yeah. not
1: bring him back next week against Minnesota, win that game, win the
0: division. Yep. You know, done. Also, why why sh- why show the Chiefs Drew Brees, play Taysom Hill? Because you never know. If the Saints go to the Super Bowl, you bring Drew Brees in, and the Chiefs haven't seen him yet.
1: Yeah, and if you look, if you look at the schedule the Packers have, they're probably not going to lose. They're going to win out. And why take a chance with, with Breeze knowing that? It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me.
2: Yeah, I'd say wait it out and it, and then just see what happens with that one.
0: Yep. All right, Sunday night game. Browns at Giants. Browns minus six. Got to go with the uh, Doughboy. Got to go with Baker. Yeah, that one's tough. I think uh, the Browns offense is pretty good. I think they're they should have. That would have been a big win had they beat the Ravens, but I think they still kind of impressed me on offense. Yeah,
1: I, I think they're, they're, Baker's coming into his own. He's starting to play like he did in college. If, if he If he can keep up that accuracy and really do film study, which I don't think he was doing a lot the first year, if he really does that, and now with Stefanski there, you know, Baker could turn into the college quarterback he was, which he was very good, very accurate. And you've got those weapons around him. You know, Cleveland, you know, surprising their defense is, is not as good as I thought it would be because they have a lot of studs on that D. But I think Cleveland's rounding into their own, and I don't think anybody wants to play them in the
0: playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a couple of teams in the AFC that are going to be tough outs, like Cleveland, Baltimore even, Buffalo. Yep. Tennessee, Indy, pretty interesting. It's going to be interesting. All right, last one, Monday night game, Steelers at Bengals. Steelers minus 12 and a half.
1: Obviously, the Steelers have struggled two weeks in a row, haven't looked good. Yeah. You really have to believe they're going to turn it around one week. And, you know, the Bengals obviously looked pathetic against the Cowboys last week. You know because I think is I think the Bengals are on their third quarterback. Didn't Allen get hurt?
0: Um, I'm not sure. You might be right. If if they if they are, yeah, Pittsburgh's gonna cover. Pittsburgh if came they're out, on that quarterback, I'm going with Steelers. Yeah, they I think the Steelers are gonna come out tough because, you know, that having that loss, back to back losses, they're gonna come out with yep. something to prove. I'm gonna have to go Steelers. Yeah, I agree with that. That's so that's That's everything for the picks. Are you uh, currently in first place in your league? Yes, I am. I'm tied for first. Oh, wow. I blew blew
1: the pick the other night, but so did uh, the person tied with me. And second, third, and fourth all picked the Raiders, too. So we all took the Raiders. So fortunately, didn't drop. But this is going to be a tough week. It's it's head-to-head. You know, um, three weeks ago, I was down by two. Two games, two weeks ago I was up by one game, and this past week we've been tied. So it's back and forth, and uh, it's not easy. We'll see what happens.
0: And last thing, uh, NBA season coming up. Who do you got winning the title?
1: Definitely not LaFraud. <laughs> Definitely not LaFraud.
0: LaFraud <laughs> oh, made
1: a bunch of uh, B-squad in her teams last year, so there's got to be major asterisks on that.
0: Oh, we are going to have to go with
1: the Dallas Mavericks and Luka, the MVP.
0: Luca dunk on chicks. That's
1: right.
2: That's <laughs> that
0: hey, we know you're worried that LaFraud
2: and the Lakers are going to go back to back. And you know what? I will say this. I do believe Luca MVP. Yeah. I, I believe that for sure.
0: He's definitely probably the – well, him and Giannis are probably the favorites right now, but I don't think Giannis will win three in a row.
2: Yeah, but I, I don't know, man. You look at the Lakers, I mean, I think offseason they've improved the most. So, well, they beat a lot of –
1: hurt teams last year. (laughs) Teams that definitely had injuries. The Clippers were completely dysfunctional. Oh, for sure. Okay? So, you know, had... I can say this. Had the Clippers had... And Doc Rivers is a great coach, but he just completely lost control of
2: the team. Yeah. They were not cohesive at all because they had the most
1: talent. But, you know, it's going to change. I don't know about the Clippers this year. We'll have to see. Yeah. But definitely they beat injured riddled teams last year so it wasn't the same thing the heat gave them all they could handle and i'll give anthony davis credit he came up huge mm-hmm. obviously that that shot he hit in the second game otherwise things could have been different and of course and then bam got hurt so they were even hurt and also uh what's his name the the, the guard got hurt so yeah tragic. You know, so, yeah, they want it, but you got to give asterisks. And let me tell you, Chris, you need to go watch The Last Dance,
2: and you'll see who the real goat in the game is (laughs) by
1: leaps and bounds.
2: Look, yeah, and I'll say this, you know, I'm a a LeBron fan for sure, but there's one player last year that was missing that I think second best player, no doubt about it, Kevin Durant. I saw them last night play, and I think watch out for the Nets, man. Like, that's going to be a team to watch. I don't know about Kyrie. Kyrie has his own thing going on, but watch out for the Nets just because of Durant.
1: Oh, the Nets are loaded. I mean, look what they did last year with the guys. They have serious yeah. talent around those guys. And Kyrie's the X factor. He can either help your team or implode your team. Yes. And so it's going to be interesting. Now, hopefully, because Durant's there and he's the alpha male, yeah, that'll control Kyrie. But it's. But I think I think they'll definitely. Come
0: out of the east. There is no there sure. there is no controlling Kyrie. He's over there burning sage
2: and all kinds of craziness. <laughs> and the and don't the earth that? is it's flat. Day, What's that? Don't you burn sage? So I, can you, barely, you know, I can barely I can barely like, breathe, you know, breathe in this house, man.
0: You know what? I might start. I guess I, I heard I don't know if you heard they're starting to call Kyrie his new nickname uh World Be Flat. <laughs> oh God. No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, that's awesome, isn't it?
1: They're still like Chris said. They're going to be good. Durant's amazing. Hopefully, uh, actually having an Achilles injury, um, obviously not playing professional sports, but knowing an Achilles injury how bad it is myself, it's going to be interesting to see if he ever comes back because other guys have not, uh, including Kobe. Yep. Uh, you had Kevin Smith with the Cowboys playing corner, who won three Super Bowls, but he wasn't the shutdown corner that he was after he tore it. You, you know, you had. Uh, um, not David Thompson, but
0: uh, forget his name, from the Nuggets. Yeah, Clay. When you turn your Achilles, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's going to
1: be interesting to see what, what happens, how good a player he is after this.
0: Yeah, I think he'll be almost to what he was, but it'll be definitely interesting. <laughs> and I'll have to say this. Unfortunately,
2: one of our favorite players, Clay Thompson, had he not got hurt,
0: Ooh. I think
2: the Warriors would yep. have given the Lakers. They could have beat the Lakers. Yep, I agree with that one, actually. Yeah, I it would have really made do. things more interesting because
0: yep. I, I think – Clay Clay Thompson. I love Clay Thompson. Yeah. He's a baller.
2: Yep. I mean you had him, you had obviously Curry, you had uh Draymond, you had a solid three
1: with guys him They could have they would have definitely been in the mix. But uh now, but we'll see. But uh Chris, if you don't if you haven't watched it, I'll
2: buy you the DVD <laughs> or I'll buy it for you on streaming, but you gotta the last yeah.
1: dance so you you know understand who
2: you know the king is. Yeah, okay. I'll I'll tune into that one. Okay. All right, all right. I think we're gonna
0: wrap things up with that. But again, I appreciate you taking the time to hop on today. Yeah, really appreciate it. Yeah, guys,
1: I appreciate it as well. And I just want to throw a shout out to uh, Phil and Fidel. All
0: right, that's right. Cowboy Super Bowl.
1: Cowboy Super Bowl, always. Oh.
0: All right, all right, man. Talk to you okay. soon. Thank you. All right,
1: guys. Thanks. All right, right.